Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 169 of the WW Bro podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, 8 p.m. on Instagram and on Facebook. But as always, the podcast is available at www.bropodcast.podbean.com, as well as on iTunes. And while you're there on iTunes, please do not forget to five-star rate and review. I love reading reviews, love sharing them on social media. You guys are the absolute best podcast listeners out there, and I love bragging about you to the whole social media world. So keep on doing that five-star rate and review. I'm releasing bonus episodes at least one a month on the Patreon page. If you want access to those, you become a member at patreon.com slash Podcast. There is the whole library of the bonus episodes as well as one new bonus episode at least a month. So definitely go and check that out. Become a member once again at patreon.com slash Podcast. There will be an exciting Built Bar Sale tomorrow. That's right. They're re-releasing for a limited time the Coconut Brownie. These are absolutely amazing. I don't like coconut, but I don't know what Built Bar does with their coconut bars. That makes me go crazy for them. I mean, I really do not like anything coconut, but these bars are absolutely amazing. Chocolate brownie, coconut. You can go to BuiltBar.com. Use code Podcast. Save at least 10% off your order. And what's better to go with the Built Bar than Sail Away Coffee? Go to sailawaycoffee.com and use code WWBRO10 and save 10% off your order there. All right, now that we got the uh, the plugs out of the way, let's get down to it. I'm back from my uh, weekend down at the Jersey Shore. That's right. I was just down there a little while ago. I absolutely love it down there. Um, I could actually, if I lived down there, I'd be happy, to be honest. Uh, it's, it's a great place. Maybe because it's not like, you know, I guess any other place where it's not like home, you know, it's it's, it's better. But I don't know what it is down there. It's just I feel more relaxed. I, I feel comfortable. And um, I just like the whole vibe of the town. So I always like performing down there. Always fun shows. The crowds are always great. So I, I went down. I had a show, two shows Saturday. So I decided to make a weekend of it. I went down on Friday night, uh, and I stayed until Sunday. I came home Sunday morning. And this time, I actually stayed at the right hotel. When me and Dan Barry went down, we were trying to stay at this hotel. It's called the Atlantic Motel in Point Pleasant Beach. And we picked the Atlantic Inn in Wall. Very different. (laughs) Those two two hotels are very different. Um, If you stay there, you'll see the difference. But it was awesome. I had a balcony. So I got to smoke my cigars out on the balcony, got to sit out there for a little bit, and uh, it was just a really fun weekend. And I said to myself, I'm going away, but I don't want to go off track. I want to, you know, keep this momentum going that I have with with the restart. So I just planned ahead. I knew I'd be eating meals out. I I knew I'd be on the go because of the two shows. So um, just really, I brought some stuff down with me Friday night, so I wasn't, like, starving. Uh, and I, I got there late anyway, so I went to bed not too soon after that. And Saturday, my plan was I just went out to breakfast at a, the Peach Pit. You know, who would have thought they actually have a Peach Pit in um, in Matisquan. And I didn't plan on going here. I just looked up, like, healthier places to eat. And Peach Pit came up. And if you know me and know how much I love Beverly Hills 90210, there was no chance I was not going to the Peach Pit. So I went there for breakfast, 
Um, and then I really didn't eat again until dinner. I brought a protein shake with me, Premier Protein, mixed it with coffee. So in between shows, I wasn't tempted because all they had at the show was wall-to-wall, like, cake-like things. They called it like a chocolate coffee hour or something because it was in the afternoon. We did a 2 o'clock show um, at the brick ro- for the Brick Rotary uh, for, as a fundraiser. Usually it's like about four five hundred people, but because of COVID restrictions, they had to uh, split it up into two shows. They did a two o'clock and a seven o'clock. I don't know. It's something about comedy in the afternoon. It's always weird, um, but it was fun. Both shows had great crowds, and um, I didn't want to eat what they had there because it was just literally it was like pastries and donuts and cake. And that's everything that I would normally want to go for, but, you know, I didn't want to go off the rail. So I brought the Premier Protein with coffee. That helped me over to, we went to dinner. Uh, I went to this place called Beacon 70, which people actually know about uh, down there, you know, that I've talked about even here on Long Island. Really good place. The food was good. And like I said, I ate there, and then I didn't eat again until the next day. So I didn't really go crazy. Um, My meals were higher points, but once again, I was within that, Point range and calorie range because I had planned ahead and I did not let myself get crazy with, with the cake-like things. Um, it, was, it, was, it was just weird, like looking around and seeing an L-shaped, around a whole room, just different cakes. Which is normally like a dream, but I uh, was not going to do it uh, Saturday, so I was just happy to be back on stage. And being back on stage has been that extra motivation to keep myself, you know, back on track, losing weight. Just makes me feel better all around. Uh, You know, during the whole pandemic, didn't get to perform a lot. And now with it being back, I I don't want to lose those, like, you know, those whys that I had of why I started WW. One of them being all the complications and the restrictions I had around getting back and forth to gigs. So... When I feel myself slipping and, and wanting to divulge in, in things that I shouldn't be eating, not that I shouldn't be eating, that's a bad word to use, that I choose not to eat. Because uh, like on WW and but anything really, as long as you, you can count it, I mean, you could splurge here and there, but I just did not want to go off the rails, especially when I'm getting back on stage. I want to feel good on stage. I don't want to have that stupid full feeling lethargic from, you know, eating too much sugar or whatever. So I use that as a motivation. And it was just great being back on stage again. It's more it's getting more consistent now uh, with shows coming back. And I'm hoping that here on Long Island I can get more things going on. And just building up that calendar again. They get back, you know, keep going on stage. And like I said, being on stage motivates me to keep losing weight and to keep getting healthier. Because I remember a time when it, it wasn't the case. And it was not fun being at shows, especially where you, you didn't know where you were going to sit. Had to get on the stage. Uh, if the stage, one night I didn't think the stage was going to hold me. I was doing a firehouse. And we talked about this when John Ziegler was on the show, where literally the stage was going up and down. And people were like turning their heads and looking, waiting for that stage to collapse. And I was too. I was scared to move on the stage because it was not sturdy. It was not, it was, I think if I was up there another five minutes, it would not have held me. So I think about that night. And that, once again, will keep me from going over and 
taking part in the cake-like things. So I used the weekend for what it was. It was a good weekend to see people I haven't seen in a while. I got to perform with, with two comedians that I haven't seen in years. No, actually, no, one comedian. I hung out with another. I, let me just tell the story. Then I'm already getting confused. So I was with Ryan Moore, who is here on episode 167. He ran the show, so it was me, him, and Mark Riccadonna. And I haven't seen Mark since 2016. We hung out later on with my buddy Corey Rodriguez, who I haven't seen since 2018. So I, I pulled up and Mark was there. We were talking. And it's great getting compliments from people, especially when you're not feeling the best about yourself that haven't seen you in a while because they really see the progress that you've made. And if you want to follow Mark, he's on Instagram at Mark Riccadonna, Corey Rodriguez at Corey Rods. Definitely go follow those two guys. Very funny comedians. Um, and always have, a pl- always have a blast hanging out and working with them. I didn't get a chance to work with Corey this weekend. He was doing a show at a, a club close by. Uh, so it was just me, Ryan, and Mark on, on the two shows. And then we met up with Corey afterwards after his shows were done. And this is something I never would have done in the past. I, I absolutely never would have uh, went out afterwards. I remember when I did shows and I was staying at a hotel, I would just go to the venue, leave the venue, go get food, and just go back to the hotel and crash because I did not want to go out. I, I didn't want to be anywhere. I wasn't comfortable out. I wasn't comfortable in social settings. And that has all changed. Even the places I stay, I'm not worried about if I'm on the second floor. The hotel I was staying at didn't have an elevator. I mean, it just kind of gives you the um, the picture of where I'm staying and, and the places I'm staying. It's not, wasn't that, was it a nice hotel? Was it a clean hotel? It was. But it's a typical motel where it's just, you know, two floors, no elevators. And I, I think back to when, right before I started WW, I did a show up in Poughkeepsie and they put us at a hotel, a bad hotel. And this was just a, a really disgusting hotel. I, I might even say the name of it. Well, I sorry, it's a quality in and there's nothing quality about it. It was absolutely gross. And the, the elevator wasn't working and I had to go up the stairs and it was just a flight of stairs, but it took me forever. I was so out of breath. My knees hurt. You know, it was just, it was embarrassing. I'm lugging my suitcase up there where now it's not a thing. It's just like, Hey, it's upstairs. Okay. No problem. And we do take those little things for granted. I know I do. I used to. And I try to hold on to those non-scale victories more and more now, especially the, the longer this journey goes on. And the more sometimes we struggle with things because those are the real victories. Those are what shows you your progress. And also seeing people you haven't seen in a while. You know, um, as soon as I saw Corey, he came over, gave me a big hug. And he was telling me how proud he was of me. Because uh, he remembered, I saw, last time I saw him, it was 2018. I was about a year and a half into the journey. So uh, I've lost more weight since then. I'm healthier from the last time that we saw each other. And it was just really good, you know, hearing from somebody else how good you're doing because we don't see it. We just see, um, you know, what we, you know, we just see ourselves in the mirror and we tear ourselves apart. We pick ourselves apart and we don't give ourselves that grace that other people do. And we have a, a quote here. Uh, Eileen says, mobility is a great motivation. It, it really is. And it was great to just be out, hanging out with the guys, and not letting my weight really hold me back from anything. And, you know, I've, I've said it all the time on here, but it really always surprises me. You know, it's, 
it's these things that I'm, I'm doing. It's, it's, I wouldn't have done in the past. And I know it sounds just something like very silly that we go, you know, to go out after a show and to go to a bar and to socialize. But when you don't feel comfortable being in a social setting, you don't feel comfortable with yourself and then think it to yourself, am I going to be able to sit, stand or whatever? And really, I just used to want to go back to my hotel room and eat. I didn't want to be eating in front of people. I didn't want people to see me eat because it was, a, it was something that I was ashamed of. And when you take that out of the equation and you're happy in the social setting, you're enjoying the social setting, the food is, is just secondary. It just, it just doesn't matter anymore. And it, it's great, once again, you know, to see people that haven't seen you in a while and they're pushing, you know, they're pushing for you and they're happy for you. They're telling you how great you're doing. And don't get me wrong, this journey's for me. I do this for me. But what we don't realize is that our journey, even though we're all for ourselves, it affects other people. You know, what we do affects other people. How we are affects other people, our health, all those things. People care about us. They're rooting for us. They're pushing us along, even though we don't realize it. Because we get so wrapped up and lost in our own little world. You know, I had a friend, it was, the, it was her birthday over the weekend, and she was scared that no one was going to come to, you know, she sent a text out, I'm going to be here for my birthday if anybody wants to come down. I saw the pictures today that she posted. Everybody came down. I mean, we get so wrapped up in the fact that, you know, nobody cares about us and we're in this alone, but we're not. We have such a great support system that we don't even realize it. That, you know, all these people are rooting for you and they, they want you to succeed and they're pushing for you. And that's just extra motivation. You know, and weekends like this, it's just you don't want to come back from it. I, I didn't want to come back. I wanted to stay, you know, down there and enjoy myself every day and hang out with people. And, and maybe that's because, you know, the year that it's been that we haven't had a lot of that. Um but it's just another thing that makes me happy that I started this journey. And it makes me happy that um, I'm keeping going with it. And I'm not quitting. And I'm not stopping. And no matter what happens, I will find a way to keep pushing forward. And I guess that's sometimes why I have, you know, um, I'm going to choose my words carefully here because I don't want, you know, just because a lot, I see a lot of this on social media, but I, I have a problem with, I guess, people bashing what they call diet culture. And again, I'm not saying that you have to be losing weight to be happy and you have to be skinny to be happy because I'm nowhere near skinny. I am nowhere near it. I probably never will be skinny. And I'm okay with that, but I'm healthier than when I started. And that's what, to me, what's about, yes, love yourself, love your body, love the body that you're in, love being in your own skin, be comfortable in it, but be healthy. Don't sacrifice health for, because you don't like what people are doing as far as pushing, you know, what they, what they want to do to be healthy on, on you. No one's pushing it on you. I know. It's when you go to a doctor, because I've had this too, where you walk in and immediately like they think everything's wrong with you. Like I do a joke where like I walk in and the doctor's like diabetes. And I'm like, well, maybe, but let's open that doctor bag and poke around a little first. You know, every, as soon as I have something wrong with me, the doctor brings up diabetes. They make me go through all these tests and it's always the same. I don't have it. My blood work comes back clean. My blood pressure's good. 
And it's true. The doctors see an overweight person. They don't know the history behind it. So then I have to go through my whole history that I started at this weight and now I'm at this weight and I've lost 200 pounds. And I wish I didn't have to do that because, you know, like a skinny person will walk in. They don't have to do that right away. They'll, they'll listen more to what's going on with them. So I get that. Um, but what I, I just don't want people to be like, I'm, I'm against that. And we should just love our, you know, yeah, I'm trying to find the right words here, but the whole thing about like this whole fat culture and promoting being fat and against losing weight, it's a touchy subject. And I'm not saying against, again, you shouldn't love yourself, but taking care of your health should be the most important thing. And that's what I've really made this journey about. And I think about this last year and with, with COVID and what's going on, you know, the, a lot of the people that were having the problems were overweight people. And the underlying illnesses were illnesses caused by being overweight. And it's something that could have been maybe avoided. And I, I was listening. My dad sent me this clip from Bill Maher. I'm actually going to play a little bit of it here. Um, once again, this is Bill Maher. This is not me. Um, this is his opinion on things, but we will go ahead and we'll play it, and then we'll uh, discuss it a little bit. So, 78% of those hospitalized, ventilated, or dead from COVID have been overweight. It is the key piece of the puzzle, by far the most pertinent factor, but you dare not speak its name. Imagine how many lives could have been saved if there had been some national campaign a la Michelle Obama's Let's Move program with the urgency of the pandemic behind it. If the... If the media and the doctors had made a point to keep saying, but there's something you can do, but we'll never know because they never did. Because the last thing you want to do is say something insensitive. We would literally rather die. Instead, instead we were told to lock down. Unfortunately, the killer was already in the house, and her name is Little Debbie. Now, if you agree with Bill Maher or not, you're a fan of Bill Maher or not, that's not the point. Um, the point is, is listen to the numbers he's talking about. Uh, being overweight, that... that people affected by COVID, that's what really struck a nerve with me and, and struck a chord with me and thankful that I decided to, during this pandemic, find a way to work out, find a way to eat right, find a way to take care of myself. Um, and it's true. We would rather not offend people. I mean, even, even I'm here, you know, trying to find a way to put this into a way that's not going to offend somebody listening um, because I'm not here to hurt anybody's feelings and I'm not here to put anybody down. What I'm trying to do is, yes, you can be happy with yourself, but being healthy is the most important thing. And again, I don't care what somebody looks like. If they're healthy, they're taking care of themselves, that's what I really care about. That's what I want to see. I, I don't, I, to me, you know, I'm, I was happy at 583 as far as what I look like. I didn't care. I, I you know, if I was, if I could do everything I'm doing now and be that size, I would still be that size, to be honest. Um, I, you know, I, I wanted to lose weight because I wanted my life back. I wanted to feel good again. Uh, I wasn't feeling good. I, was, I wasn't a healthy person. But I think if I felt the same way that I did then and I do now, I, would, I probably wouldn't have tried to lose weight. 
because I, I didn't think there was anything wrong with the way I looked. And there really wasn't anything wrong with the way I looked. There's nothing wrong with the way I look now with my loose skin and misshapen body, my tiny head, my, my, my big belly. I, I, that's me. That's who I am. And, I, and I'm proud of that person. I'm proud because I, I, I work really hard to become that person. You know, I think back to where I was at 583. If I would have shown a picture of myself now, you know, forget, take out all the struggles, the back and forth that I'm going through. I would have been like, yes, I'll take that in a second if he's healthy. And to me, that's what about, and there's one more clip here I'm going to play from Bill Maher um, about this. You can find it on uh, Facebook and everything. It's on Twitter. It's on the Daily Wire posted. it. Um, I'm just going to play one more clip for you. Like the beach is the best place to avoid it. Sunlight is the best disinfected, and vitamin D is the key to a robust immune system. Texas lifted its COVID restrictions recently, and their infection rates went down, in part because of people getting outside to let the sun and wind do their thing. <laughs> but. And again, this is not political. I'm not talking about taking stances as far as where you stand on COVID, uh, opening up or anything like that. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, the, the point I was, I'm getting from that is the whole thing about being outside and, you know, being in the sun and doing things outside, that is important as well. That does boost the immune system. And, you know, that's one thing I did during the pandemic. I didn't want to stay inside, and I was happy when the nice weather came. And I was outside most of the time. I had the worst farmer's tan ever because I would sit outside and just take in the sun and enjoy being out and doing things because so much was shut down. But I still found a way to get out there, uh, go for walks, just be part of something. So what those two clips that I'm really getting at is, and we have a comment on um, Instagram, healthy is the new skinny. Yes, I, absolutely. And I'm not, again, I'm not talking about body size. I'm not talking about what people should weigh. I'm not talking about you should look a certain way, what society wants you to be. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm emphasizing is health. And I think that we have two sides here that are going back and forth with the people who are pushing, you know, weight loss and, and looking a certain way than the people who are pushing, you know, anti-diet culture. And it's really, it's a happy medium. And what it should just be is take care of yourself. Doesn't matter what you look like. If you're healthy, if you're happy, that's all that matters. Because I really think, you know, if, if I was, you know, where I was before I started this journey and I got COVID, I wouldn't have probably fared too well. I had trouble breathing walking from the car to the building. At work, I couldn't walk from my seat to the copy machine without being so out of breath I had to sit and rest. So if I got something that affected my breathing and made it even harder for me to breathe, I don't know if my body could have taken it. So that's really where I'm coming with this. I'm, I'm not coming down on anybody who's happy where they are because, again, it's taken me a long time to feel comfortable in my own skin and be happy in my own skin. And it has nothing to do with um, my weight. It has nothing to do with a number on a scale. It has everything to do with me feeling just good, my body feeling good. Saying to myself, okay, this event's going on. I can go to it and I can actually get through it. To me, that's the most important thing. 
not being 180 pounds. Like, because there's people 180 pounds who aren't healthy either. So on both sides of it, it's just I think another thing people to get on a soapbox and to to fight against something. And it's just I don't think we need that. I think what, what people should focus right now on is is overall health. And WWE is going more that way, and that's great. But again, and this is what I'm going to say, like, why I don't like when they post stuff like, you know, eat the sprinkles and eat the cake and eat all this stuff because down the line, that's not the healthiest thing. And again, I'm, I'm fighting, choose my words very carefully because I, I, I don't want to offend anybody. I, I'm not trying to come down on anybody. Um, but this, this trip made me realize once again that for years I took my health for granted. And I remember going down uh, to Jersey and doing shows down there when I was 200 pounds heavier. And I remember having to book a hotel room on the first floor because I couldn't walk to the second floor. And I remember being mad when there wasn't a parking spot right in front of my hotel room because I had to walk an extra 50 feet to the room and it was hard for me to do that. And I remember getting on stages at these places that, you know, didn't have steps and almost falling off. I remember all this. And it's because my body wasn't working right because I wasn't healthy. I I did a show one night where they didn't bring the steps out for the stage. And I I I remember like, how am I going to get on the stage? And I was having like a panic attack. And sure enough, I, what I thought was, I guess, running wasn't anything. It was probably the most slow motion out of anything. But I went up to the stage and I gave everything I got to put my foot up and push myself. And I almost fell back and, and almost hurt myself where I had to like then the MC had to basically drag me onto the stage. And it was embarrassing. And it was like, why do I have to worry about this stuff? There's something I can do. I can get myself into better shape. I can work out. I can eat right. And my body can feel better. And we have a comment here. Um, I had pizza today. It's important for me to um, fit in indulgences. Yes, I'm not saying don't ever have pizza. Don't indulge on it. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying the overall picture should be that you're being healthy and getting healthy. And for me, that's what this has become more than anything else. Because I've seen people who have done everything right and even, you know, things happen. You could step out in front of a bus and you can get hit by a bus or, you know, you can get a disease or cancer or something. Anything ha- anything can happen to anybody at any time. Um, but why help bring that on? That's that's my point. And I'm, I'm sorry for... Um, if it's like it seems like I'm coming down on and everybody, but I'm not. I'm just. It's been a weird couple of weeks uh, as far as like with things going on in my personal life, with with seeing just different things, and being scared that I don't want that stuff to happen to me, and of course I don't want it to happen to the people that it's happening to. Um. But it just it it makes me focus more on my health and doing things, you know, eating foods that will be overall beneficial to my body. And you know what? Yeah, it's great to have an indulgence and and to do that. But 
I look at it as like, if I keep, for me, I'm, I'm talking about myself here, those indulgences for myself, they, that's just one thing. It turns into a couple of days or two days or three days. And that's me. That's my own thing. Um, and I know for myself, I, I have to choose, like right here we have, Eileen says it, choose health and exercise. Yes. And that's what I've really focused more on this time around. And I'm coming up on four years on WW. And each year I learned something else. And this year it's been a fight and a struggle. But one thing I'm happy about is that I, I haven't given up. Um, I keep learning new things. And it's another year that I've taken care of myself and that I'm, I'm happy and healthy. So with that being said, do something today to make, go out and take that next step to being happy and healthier from your former self. I want to thank everybody who joined us on Facebook and everybody on Instagram Live, everybody listening at home on your podcast listening devices. This has been episode 169 of the WWO Podcast. As always, the podcast is available at www.podcast.podbean.com as well as on iTunes. And while you're there, please, five-star, rate and review. I love reading reviews. I love sharing them. Definitely check them out. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe. This song is available on iTunes as well. And while you're there, check out the band Demon Scar. That's right. My best friend Nick wrote this song, and his new band Demon Scar are releasing songs each month. Definitely go check that out. You can also go to demonscar.bandcamp.com. Only one place to go Long Island for your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Go check out the new sign. It's amazing. My brother got himself a new sign on Finn's Deli. I get like more calls about that um, than anything I do. 11 years in comedy, a podcast. Anthony, have you seen your brother's new sign? Yes, I have. It's amazing. And you should go see it too. Finn's Deli, finsdeli.com. Get yourself an Uncle Cheese while you're there. Bonus episodes are available on the Patreon page, patreon.com slash Podcast. Putting out one, at least one a month. Definitely go check that out. Once again, thank you to everybody who joined us for episode 169. I will talk to everybody next Monday. Have a good week.